0: It's time for Cyclone Insider from the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO, Des Moines Sports Station.
1: All right, here we go. It's Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO. Uh, Randy Peterson is here. Tommy Birch is here for a little bit, at least. Got the big availability coming up tonight, and um, just... I feel like we need to be honest with our live audience. We had to pre-record this because of two things. One, Randy's on deadline. I'm on deadline with Cyclone Fanatic, uh, where we got to get the college football playoff stuff up tonight for our publications. And Tommy is up. Doing Matt Campbell and player interviews and all that good stuff. So wouldn't it be did... nice
0: to talk about college football playoffs though? I know. <laughs> I mean, you could predict where they're going to be. I could predict where they're going to be. Well, but real quick because on?
1: it's it's like six o'clock right now. Okay. And wow, it, how
0: about that? Cyclones are number fourteen in the college well, football playoffs.
1: They probably haven't been Kidding. announced yet. Where do you guys think they're going to be? Let's go across. I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put them at twelve. Twelve
2: for Iowa State. Go uh, ahead. I'm going on the. Further end of like 14 or 15 i'll go 15 just because they have two losses i think the whole idea of who iowa state is from their past plays apart it probably shouldn't it definitely shouldn't but it will what do you think
0: well it does play it yeah that does play part a little bit because it's one of the criteria is championships won um so yeah i mean unfortunately that's that's a that's part of the criteria but I don't know about – that's when they're selecting the the fourteen. What do I think? 15, 16, 17, 18? See, I 18. think that
1: – I just feel like they're going to get more credit for having two wins versus top five opponents.
0: I, I, maybe, yeah. I just, what are you going to do with Auburn? Well, I, I – Auburn's a 2 All last I know
1: – yeah, but Iowa State has better wins. So it, the playoff committee tells us. I'm going by what yeah. they tell us. No, I know. They care more about your strength of schedule and who you've beaten and you than know, they do who you I've lost to. know, that's one thing I've
0: not looked at this year strength of schedule. I
1: have it. Do you want it? Yeah.
0: We go, yeah I'm on uh, the two losses. Who's got the strength of schedule? Okay.
1: Uh, hold on. So, strength this is great of schedule. radio. As we click, click, <laughs> Iowa click. State right now, I'm going off of sag, sag, Sagarin. Yeah, okay? Yeah. Iowa State's strength of schedule is 22.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's see where Auburn is. I've got it all pulled up here. Uh, they're way down there.
0: Okay. There are any two uh, no,
1: I'm, I'm sorry. Auburn's strength of schedule is 45.
0: Okay, that's down.
1: So, But I give Auburn credit because they went on the road and played at Clemson. I mean, man, you got to give them – but the SEC's not that great, really. I mean, top and to you're bottom. You're just talking it's,
0: about one team. Is that the
1: – Who else? You do you want have it know? in
0: order? No, I just want to know two loss teams.
1: Two loss teams, okay. So Mississippi State, 40th for strength of Where schedule. Anybody
0: above Iowa State with a two loss.
1: Yes, Southern California. Uh, see, they're with,
0: still in it for some reason with an yeah. eight the
1: eight they're next still they're still
0: they're still swimming in it
1: then you've got you've got stanford yep 43 miami uh, they're undefeated but their strength of schedule is at 44 they haven't beaten they've only beaten one top 30 team they haven't beaten anybody in the top 10 and then you've got iowa state uh with the 22nd ranked strength of schedule
0: no, maybe. so maybe be I, I
1: just i feel like they'll get rewarded for who they've beaten more so than who they lost to but we'll see
0: if they're at 12 that's and if the playoffs that, that that's where fans should be should be watching. I mean this is something that, that we can talk about now even without it being you know even being taped that that's the um no two loss teams ever made the college football playoffs, so that's not happening. No, I don't think but about but, that. but the New York si- New York New's, New what am I trying to say, New Year's Eve, New Year's six bowls with two losses are is certainly in play as long as you're in the top 12 or so, depending on Central Florida and, you know, some of those teams.
1: So, Tommy, why do you hate Iowa State tonight?
2: I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. I'm just kidding. No. Um, the good, I mean, the good thing for Iowa State is those two losses came really early in the season. They seem like a long, long time ago at this point.
1: That and they were, you know, they were not convincing. Lot. It's not like they
2: got killed. Yeah. The, I, um, I mean, the what sucks for them is the Iowa game's at home. I don't
1: think Iowa State's going to win out. Yeah. So, like, to me... Uh, it's it's kind of a but it's a fun conversation. So to
0: yeah, if you're not gonna win out then it's well it's Okie State then. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see. It, it's a so let's just go back um uh, okay. and look back at, at Saturday. I mean one of the things I love uh I guess I'll start with you Tommy since you have to leave. Um I love the fact that Iowa State's able to win ugly games like that like the defensive struggles and I love the fact that they can win a shootout it's a very versatile football team
2: yeah I mean I think what the defensive part is we've talked for so many years about how they're a bend but don't break type of defense and in the past we would see this so many times where they wouldn't bend but they eventually broke and this defense just kept standing its ground and kept getting stops and Remember, I just kept looking at Randy throughout the game. and I'm like, eventually the offense has got to score. The offense has got to do something here. And they never did lane the game. And it was the defense that delivered the daggers the last two weeks.
0: Which wasn't totally surprising because of the defensive averages of the teams coming into the game. Um, And given the the conditions, um, the weather conditions as well. But um, for anybody that that thought that Iowa State's defense would be playing as well as it's playing right now, to be among the nation's best defenses, um, you know, and and having played a schedule that includes Oklahoma and Baker Mayfield, for example, well, it's incredible what I mean, what, this, what these guys are doing.
2: What's what's insane is, I mean, that that front seven; those were the biggest question marks on the team outside of the offensive line because the defensive line was so young, so inexperienced. The linebacker crew, you're kinda of like, okay, there is some potential there. But they had a quarterback, you know, moving over there. And I think everybody kind of agreed and like, okay, that kinda of speaks volumes if 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 Lanning is having to not only go play linebacker, but start at linebacker too. And so, he
0: didn't have a great game Saturday. No. Yet yet and you know as you pointed out, there weren't you know it wasn't a great game for Iowa state and and Matt Campbell continues to talk about how this team has no wiggle room well i think i brought it up to him after the game or on monday or whatever this team's got wiggle room they They've won on saturday too. by playing horror by playing not their best game yeah they won so there is wiggle room
1: yeah and and like i said i mean i think part of what you're saying is just the ability to win a couple of different type of games like yeah. i don't think oklahoma state could win a game like iowa state did Against a team like TCU, they were able to do it versus Texas, but I feel like Texas is a little bit of a lighter. Type. It's like it's like TCU light right now uh, with the current state of that program. I don't know, it, it, and it's interesting. It's college kids; they play different from week to week. Um, clearly, clearly, that's the case. You but you
2: usually to- have an identity by this yeah. point in the season. I
1: feel like Iowa State does, and their identity is just, "Hey,
2: play well, clean football." It's play. It's yeah. Don't it's, beat yourself. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, just basic football. Don't turn it over. Get turnovers. Don't create a ton of penalties, and just get some timely stops. I mean, it's it. It doesn't sound sexy by any means, but this is kind of. I mean, it's kind of what we envisioned. I think when Matt Campbell was hired, is I think a lot of the comparisons was almost like our our Iowa State is Iowa State going to play like a Kansas State type style of football and they kind of are but they just haven't gotten the running game going probably as well as they they would have liked in, you know, in terms of how k-state does it but they're still very uh methodical they're better on defense absolutely yeah you know,
1: they've been opportunistic they've been um you know the camped Taking care of the football. I mean, they haven't lost a fumble all year, and they're getting they're the ball to plays. David
0: Montgomery in different ways and just yeah. handing it yeah, to him as have well. To see ball, Absolutely. yeah, they've proven that. So yeah, I, uh, so.
1: I saw in your your rundown, Tommy. Here it's the Des Moines Register Cycle and Insider program on fourteen sixty Uh talking about just excitement around this program right now. I got to do a cool thing. I got to sit in the stands with some friends on on Saturday who were there for a, a really neat cause. Um, so I you know, I wasn't in the press box with you guys, so I was actually out in the crowd. That was as loud as I'd heard that stadium in a really long time, like maybe
0: ever. I like, can agree with that one, I, and I'll say ever, at least that I can remember. Okay. I certainly will agree with that because it's usually – Iowa State has the loudest press box, has a very loud press box. You guys know that. I mean, oh, there's, yeah. there's no insulation or whatever you call that on the walls. It's just – a conversation just beamed, it goes that's all the way why we have the to
1: place. wear parkas in the uh, in the Yeah, numbers.
0: but it, but it, but anyway so uh, the, yeah but that's my that gets to my point i could hear the fans over over um the people talking throughout the game in the in the press box throughout the noise in the press box i could hear the fans so that that to me says whoa these guys are loud and um you know i can only imagine what it was the mayhem that was like on the field after the game when the fans um Storm the field. You know what? It, I was um, in a press box watching that. Thank goodness. It's kind you know of a weak it, field yeah, storm.
1: Yeah, you, you stay away from that. I do storms. Yeah. You know what was? It reminded me of though, guys. In all seriousness, was it reminded me of a basketball crowd at Hilton, in the sense that, you know, I think the biggest compliment you can give an Iowa State basketball fan is their anticipation and knowledge of the game, in the sense that they. It's not just a made three that gets them to go wild. It's diving on the, it's calling a timeout when you're on the ground and saving a possession. It's,
2: or they they can sense when momentum yeah. is kind of swinging too and, and they try to wound back in. They
1: did that on Saturday. Yeah, like a key, like a second down stop to set up a third and long, or like they reacted to every play. Where I feel like Iowa State football in the past, like the fans, like you know, you get up for an interception or you get up for it was a really. Uh, intense crowd in that sense.
2: They got pretty fired up too when the offense went back out onto the field right after Turpin housed that kickoff to start the second half. My thought was I kind of I kind of thought like, oh man, that's just going to deflate the stadium and obviously in that moment right afterward Everybody was kind of like, oh, crap, here we go again. (laughs) But when the offense came back out there, they were kind of willing them into it, like, hey, go out there, we got you, you can do this. This isn't your typical Iowa State football team.
0: In years past, Iowa State hasn't had enough fans at the game. At the end of a game, to storm the field. <laughs> I mean,
2: so that's true. So, I mean, most of them are bolting at halftime, not without coming. question.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, they've already bolted. Yeah, that's that's a good point.
2: And they have a reason. They had. They've always had reasons to I've always thought the last couple of years. I mean, because this isn't what you're saying. Definitely not knock on the fans. It's more of the no, product not. on the field. Like, hey, even Rhodes, I remember admitting, like, hey, I don't blame them for not coming back in the second half. Now. They have a reason to stay in the stadium or come back after pounding a couple of Bud Lights in the stand or in the <laughs> what are you bud Light? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't, yeah I'm and this dilly-dilly dilly thing's <laughs> really taken off. They
0: didn't. They didn't get a chance to. They didn't get a chance to celebrate the Oklahoma win either. Remember that. So. Oh so, yeah, you're right. So.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like that was, and I don't really feel like this is up for much debate. Nah. The most successful month in the history of Iowa State football.
0: Well, it is since 1938. Yeah, there was the okay. big deal. Up yeah, exactly. Modern day. Iowa That's stable. exactly right. That's what I. That was my point. <laughs> any, yeah. any Since era era that, were alive. Yeah.
2: Any time that Chris and I were still around for. <laughs> wow. I wasn't here in Shots 1938. Fired. Shots fired. <laughs>
0: One Adam He's, twelve.
1: Um, Show some respect. One
0: Adam twelve. I <laughs> need to. Let's see. I'm gonna. i just texting HR right now.
1: Hey, real quick. <laughs> uh, Harassment work. We'll do. We'll do some more on this uh, on where the program's at right now and all that good stuff. Uh, with Randy and I in a bit, uh, let's do let's knock out some letter grades before Tommy has to get going. And I don't know, I mean, they gave up zero points for crying out loud. The defense gets an A plus. Does anybody
2: disagree with that? No, no. not me. Timely stops. I mean, the, one the turnovers 31. in the red zone yeah. that they got is right there. Why an A plus?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I don't. I don't think there's anything that can really um, come from that other than an A plus. Um what about the offense? And this is an interesting story cuz you got to factor in Randy how good TCU's defense is.
0: I'm saying give them an A. Why not? They didn't they didn't cough it up. Okay.
1: They didn't do anything to hurt you. They didn't do anything to hurt you. They just didn't really do anything in the second half to help you either. Well,
0: they scored enough points to beat um you know, they scored enough points to beat one of the best defensive teams in the country. In the country. Um yeah, I, I they played very well I thought. Um like you said except for except for times in the second half. Yeah, it's that's, it's, interesting. It's, it's it's TCU too, remember.
1: This is what I've always they won. tried to um we've had a difficult time on our program before this cuz we analyzed the Big 10 and we analyzed the Big 12. Right. And yet they analyze the two differently because offenses are designed to do different things. And it's interesting here you had an Iowa State offense that I think was designed to do one thing in September that has been completely redesigned to do another in October. And, I mean, it, they're not really out there designed to score 50 points in a game right now.
2: And they're certainly not They're not equipped for this style of football, too, because what the, the one strength of the offensive line, if you would say strength, is that they they had been able to at least protect the quarterback. And when Jacob Park was the quarterback, that's something I would say felt a lot more comfortable doing, passing more, throwing deeper more. Now with Kyle Kemp, you know, you're going to get the occasional long ball. You're going to take some shots downfield. But it, for him, it's going to be a lot of running game, a lot of quick passes. And that's – I mean, now with Kemp at quarterback, I think we've kind of seen – just how troubling that offensive line is at times.
0: And he wasn't perfect on Saturday by any means. Didn't we see a flea flicker on Saturday? We yeah. did
1: see a flea flicker early on. Yeah, some... they were very aggressive at the start of that. Yeah, game. yeah. I liked it. I, I, oh, thought, I too. I thought the first plant half. plant the seed, you know. Yeah, yeah I thought
0: plant the, first... the seed to whoever they play next. Yeah, Where's no Virginia?
1: question. The... I, I thought Manning called a great game in the first half yeah. specifically. The I point... thought maybe what we saw more of in the <laughs> second half is not a something to really condemn Iowa State for it's more of a oh you're playing Gary Patterson it's also the greatest defensive coaches in the history of college football
2: it's also to a point where yeah it was a little conservative but you're at that point you're playing field position and you're putting them on your your special teams hand or special teams and in defense's hand I mean that's why if when I grade the offense i I'd go, you know, a B. They did well. They yeah, played I well.
1: Yeah, I'd give a B too. I, but, I wouldn't go as far as B, you know,
2: But what Kemp was picked off one time, almost picked off two or three other times. Um, they, they, and left they had the, trouble
0: on third downs. Yeah, for thirteen on third downs.
2: They left the door open so many times for TCU to come back in the into that game, and for the second straight week, the defense bailed them out.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that I think that that's accurate. Special teams is interesting, uh, and th- I feel like we got to give him a knock a little bit on special teams because of the kickoff return. Really interesting analysis from Matt Campbell. I Yesterday, thought on Monday yeah. where he blamed himself. Yeah. That was a I didn't pick up. That's one thing that man I didn't even think about.
0: I didn't. What did he say? If he would have, he should have taken the so basically taking the wind in the first co- in the fir- at the when they flipped the coin, right?
2: Yes, he did not. He won. He I think he was saying. If he had it to do all over again, he wouldn't have had the wind in the fourth quarter.
0: Which means that they would have made different decisions at the coin flip.
2: Yeah. Right? I
0: believe so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which I, again, like, sitting there, you wouldn't even think about what's going through a coach's mind.
0: Right. At that
1: point. I thought that was really interesting. It was.
0: Yeah.
2: I thought he was just kind of. Bailing out his special teams, there. Well, I don't. I don't know so, if he really. Okay, have. so
1: we condemn them for that, but I also think like that. Colin Downing's eight punts and not one of them had a return. Good That's job. one of the most important stats of that game with Turpin being back there for TCU. Also,
2: Garrett Owens missed a very, yeah. very costly. I thought they field were going to
1: lose when he missed that kick. I that, did
2: too. that field yeah. goal could have been the game changer right there. And
1: well, yeah, it was a chip if, shot, too. If you get up two scores in a scenario like that, in a game like that, I mean, two you got to sc- feel really good about
2: it. Two yourself. scores felt like a giant hole a TCU wasn't going to be able to climb out of.
1: Yeah. Borderline insurmountable. Yeah. That's so, why I say
2: a C, because, look, Turpin is, you know, one of the best return guys in all college football. Um, you can't let him score on that, but, hey, he. He he does that to everybody. Colin Downing had a great game, but the missed field goal and and that touchdown are pretty yeah. big mistakes.
0: I, I felt it an interesting, and I didn't. I, I Nobody asked, and, and I'm, you know, I'll take part of that credit or part of the the blame for that. Um, we had two shots at Campbell. We didn't ask it. What did Trevor Ryan do wrong on the first punt? He, well, I think... Because he picked up a bouncing ball? Yeah. He's done I that th- before and returned him for touchdowns.
2: I think, well, Campbell kind of talked about on the Collins show last okay. night where the idea is... This is why we need Tommy covering the calling show. Yeah, this I is don't where listen it to comes in shows. When, <laughs> <he> when, <laughs> when, when they want to play it safe, when they're in their safe coverage, they have Alan yeah, Lazard back that's there. what I thought. When they want to do something. And I think with Trevor Ryan, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of got in the doghouse on that play because... He shouldn't have let it bounce there, and I mean that—that that was almost a, t- a disastrous play right there. Where one, it was either going to be down deep in Iowa State's own territory, or at one point during that run, Ryan flirted with possibly getting tackle in the end zone. So
0: I, I want to—I want people who who are listening to this and who have um, the game. Recorded, and as they're watch, as they're rewatching the game, when you're watching Downing's punting situations, see if you're seeing the same thing that I'm seeing. And you <laughs> know works. exactly. What I know I'm going where he's going with it. No, no, that on every one of those punts, except maybe one or two, in, in late in the game, the left side is so wide open to fake it. He's got twenty yards at least. I you know I I'm, I'm waiting for that one to come out. You're just,
1: setting us up to see a fake.
0: Yeah. I've been calling for that since Brantner left. But <laughs> you're former roomie or yeah, whatever, my old, right? My old roomie. Old you know, roomie. But yeah, and I was saying and, and I'm not just front running. I was saying that during the game as as Tommy as Tommy said, um yeah, if you're rewatching the game, look and see if you're seeing the same thing I am and if and if if I'm seeing it all wrong, please email me. When's um, the last
2: time? have we seen Kimmel? Oh,
0: I don't maybe what's he's what's he's the three name guy um van vander 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 but
2: that was that was before camp oh, i what's know it? yeah, yeah it exactly like, that's what i'm saying
0: and the crazy
2: thing is when you talk about it remember when downing came to iowa state as a kid that was a big hockey player he when he committed he was like I love the idea that they they do all kinds yeah. of different things. I remember with,
1: writing that column for the Des Moines Register yeah. actually, when I was doing that recruiting thing for you guys. I, I wrote I, that I, about him being the hockey player and how he's athletic and he can do fakes. He I think that's
0: to. a very underutilized play. I mean, and that's the football coach also, in me <laughs> yeah.
1: coming out wrong. But, but. you're also, and I would, I would say this, you're talking about a coach now who talked at his press conference. The question I asked about... Um, Field position and stuff. I mean, they're punting from the thirty-three right. yard line in games.
0: <laughs> right, and that—that's where you can get it's it. It's just though. a different. That's fla- where you do it, though. No, I agree with that's you. That's exactly where you do yeah, I'd it. So keep an eye on. I mean, you've got to, you know, you've got to keep watching it. But that left side, not the right side, but his left, Downing's left, was wide open.
1: Uh, Peterson, old uh, we'll scout Peterson here.
2: We'll every, uh, keep an eye on that. Saturday. Every game, he calls it, and well, every we'll game see. I've
0: been wrong. I haven't No, I mean, it no,
2: you're, you're not calling it saying they're going to. Yeah. you say look there. out there.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: that's good stuff. And
0: I'm just not calling it willy nilly either. It's it's there. It's there. He
2: it's says. there. It's there. He
1: says, <laughs> "All right, uh, Tommy, get out of here. We'll look forward to your work tonight." <laughs> TheMoineRegister.com, uh, and I'll pe- see you
0: later. Peterson, I've and I seen you.
1: Come back here. I don't understand why on Cyclone this Insider, <laughs> uh, well, historically, what's going on right now with Iowa State football? Um, I, I do want to touch on some basketball, too. Big exhibition. I don't know if I can call it big exhibition, no. but there's an exhibition. <laughs>
0: there's an oxymoron there somewhere. <laughs> there, there,
1: there's an exhibition coming up on, on Sunday. Yeah. And then the, uh, the the not-so-secret scrimmage was this past Sunday against Nebraska. Got a lot going on. Busy time of year. Uh, more Cyclone Insider. Randy Peterson and I will be back right after this here on 1460 KXNO.
0: It's Cyclone Insider from the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO. All right,
1: guys, welcome back to Cyclone Insider here with the Des Moines Register on 1460 KXNO. Uh, Tommy Birch is out. It's me and Pete the rest of the way. I have a nice little nice little time here. Um, let's, You want to do a little hoops real quick? Just, sure. Just touch on this, and then we'll go back to football for okay. the third segment. What do you anticipate? I don't even know who they're playing. Emporia State, I think. Emporia State. What do you anticipate seeing? From Iowa State, uh, the first time we get a look at this new look team on Sunday. Well,
0: I want to watch. I want to watch Lindell. Obviously, I mean, we saw those guys play yeah. during the during the summer. Obviously, that's that's kind of the the low hanging fruit there. I want to see him play. I want to see Donovan also. I want to see how he leads the team. It is yeah. his team this year. It is
1: his team. It's, yeah, it's one hundred percent. Can you put wyler Bab in that same conversation? I
0: don't know if you can or not. Okay. Who, who's your go to guy?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I think it's, it's got to be Donovan. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. So, that, and that's nothing against. Against Nick, that's nothing. I love him to death. That's nothing against him.
1: Donovan's more of an alpha male type. Yeah, he's
0: your go-to guy. Yeah, exactly. And he played in that that secondary role last year, um, behind a lot of guys, including Monte, especially Monte. So he's going to have to. He's going to be your leading scorer, Donovan Jackson. He's going to be your go-to guy. So I I think that it it's it is his team. I'm curious to see how he leads this team. I want to see tally too, and I still don't know what's going on there.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling. What did you, What have you guys? Surmise. Didn't play. Yeah. Which is not a good sign. Oh. Doesn't sound like he's hurt.
0: Right. Yeah. I so wonder. maybe it was because I had him in the starting lineup. To maybe be it was a
1: tweak you. or something like that, but I guess we'll find out yeah. on Saturday.
0: I had him in the starting lineup. Um, yeah. He, they, I he, came out of Kansas City thinking he was going to start.
1: They really need, I mean, they just don't have. You, you know, Campbell wants to talk about margin for error. I mean, in oh yeah. this un- inex- inexperience, yeah. you got to have all of the bodies you can have
0: when and when does brace start playing i mean that's another thing i want to keep my eye on i mean
1: if he's going to play early this season don't you want to get him out there and run him around oh without question
0: yeah absolutely um because he's if he's healthy he's going to be a key part to what's going on as is cameron lard there's another interesting storyline i've got a ton of interesting storylines it's just a matter of meshing all those
1: cameron lard had five blocks i think i saw in the right. uh, game yeah. against Nebraska, well, not the game in the not scrimmage. so secret scrimmage yeah. last Sunday against Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I got a bad feeling that fans just have too high of expectations early on for this team. I think most educated fans don't, but we all know that not all every fan is like. It's just this is not an NCAA tournament team right now. Now, could they develop into one and be one by March? We'll see, and that'll be a really fun storyline to watch. But I think it's going to be a rocky month of November and December.
0: Without question. They've got – they open up the season. My gosh, against against Missouri. Are the ratings out? I don't even know if the preseason ratings are out or not.
1: Uh, Yeah, but I – I are Missouri in there or not? I don't think Missouri Okay, but they've in got there. – But they got, very well could be. They've got a lottery pick.
0: I mean, playing against a lottery pick, for example. And then um, in, in Puerto Rico – or um, wherever that thing is. Myrtle Beach. You know, you're playing South Carolina. You've got um, – you know Tim Floyd in that tournament. There's it's not a horrible tournament. You're also playing, um, playing Iowa, um, in Ames this year. That's not you know uh, and Iowa will be favored in Iowa's that game. favored in that game. Sure, they will be favored in that game. I, they get you and I. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Northern Iowa's favored. Me neither. I mean, so it's it's and then the, who they play in the in the in the SEC thing. State. Not in the SEC thing, and uh, I know that's during the season. South Carolina or Tennessee. Oh yeah, I think it's Tennessee or Aub- I don't know who it is. It's one of those, but anyway, yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's Tennessee at home. Yeah. So that's, you know, Iowa state's non-conference schedule is, is, is not conducive to growing a team, at least the, the the, the normal way of growing an inexperienced team.
1: Yeah. Um, real quick. Uh, we do have a recruiting story to touch on from last week, Taylon Horton Tucker. Oh, wow. The, wow. the young man out of Chicago commits to Iowa state. And that's kind of a, I mean I was reading some stuff from the Chicago Sun Times and yeah. whatnot. Kind of a gross recruiting story, just how that all worked out on the Illinois side. Yeah,
0: and and I wanna preface what we're gonna what we're gonna talk about and I know what we're gonna talk about. I wanna preface it by saying that that um, don't don't think poorly of Steve Prohm's recruiting either. I mean, OK, we're going to end up saying that that the only reason he came to Iowa State was because of the Chicago politics. Well, let's give Iowa State a little credit in that thing, too, because they stayed persistent with the guy. What's what's Perlm like to say? Stay the course. They stayed the yeah. course. They stayed the course with him. Um, um, Danielle and and, and, and Steve Prohm were, were there. They um, they were they were right there. In in the mix and and I read somewhere and I believe it that that Iowa State the prom was the first guy was the first big time offer that Taylor Horton Tucker yeah, got. That is true. So so people you know you can read whatever you want. And I read it and I believe it. I read it and I believe it. That yeah, there's all Chicago the Chicago American politics Radio. going right. on. Yeah. But okay, maybe that played a part in what in in him not going to Illinois. But he certainly could have gone to Xavier.
1: Yeah, Iowa State put itself in a really good position right. to land the You've
0: got to do that. Put yourself in position to, 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 to be successful and, 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 you know, just like they did with, with Houston, just like they did with, with, um, um, Malou, just like they did in a number of those guys who they did not get. Well, finally they got one. They put themselves in position. Like you said, that was a great point. Yeah, um, what about the Chicago politics? All well, that stuff.
1: So it's crazy. You know, I'll just recap it. Real and thankfully
0: quick. we don't have that here.
1: I'll recap it real quick just for, um, you know, there's probably some casual fans who are listening yeah. who don't know about it, but the reports are out of Chicago that so basically Horton Tucker, the, the young man who committed to Iowa State, he used to play for one AAU program. Mm-hmm. Well, AAU basketball is not about like winning and losing. It's about getting your name out there and being able to showcase yourself, et cetera. Horton Tucker wasn't getting a ton of offers, goes to a different AAU program. So he can be more of a featured guy. Well, one of the guys on that previous AAU program committed to Illinois. And a that five-star eight, guy. Yeah. That program basically is telling Illinois, we don't want this Horton Tucker kid. The club program. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We don't want this kid playing for Illinois because he left our program. Yeah. Which, according to these stories, would not allow... Tucker to go and play for his home state program and he ended up at Iowa State that's accurate I, yeah I exactly yeah
0: it. yeah and I'm, I, I, feel, um, I I feel I feel I feel remiss in, in, in saying right now that that from the outside looking in it looks like Brett Underwood the Illinois coach is letting in this instance let the AU program and let a player or a player's family decide how he's recruiting which is unfortunate. That that's very unfortunate, but yet it's Iowa State reaped the advantages of that because of that, and because of of the persistence that, that the Iowa State staff had, and like we said, because Iowa State was in position yeah. to be there also. Yeah, so I don't want to diminish anything that no, Paul's done.
1: No, I get it. I think it's more of a, I think this is more of a story about just how gross recruiting can be, yeah. more so than where the kid ended
0: up and it can be gross and it is gross and 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 it's it's just and you know and i think if if you really dug into it and if if um if people would would be honest in what in what they're in what they say it would not surprise me if some political stuff happened with shakur Houston, who iowa state coaches thought they had two days before he all of a sudden said no to i said all of a sudden before he he said or 2 days before he said okay i'm going to UNLV mm-hmm. okay i you know i there's not surprised me that there was be some political stuff going on there and i am pretty sure it did happen not saying yeah. anything illegal i'm saying some pol- some political stuff
1: yeah yeah it's um man i don't know
0: it's a crazy Coach. world you know when you know i i was back in the day before there were there were any AAU teams so so high school kids were recruited strictly based on how they played in high school. So that's all done. How many how many high school coaches anymore are the go-to guy for the high school player Not between any. the college? Exactly. Well, very few, at yeah, least. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's yeah. less than 5%. Right.
0: Is yeah. sure. that good, you know, bad? I don't know.
1: Last weekend when we were in Kansas City, so the day before, I, I went to that NASCAR race with yeah. my dad, and I was sitting there listening to, on Sunday, I was listening while I was at the race. I was listening to Missouri and Kansas playing uh-huh. an exhibition game, right? And great crowd at Sprint Center. They raised a ton of money for the hurricane deal. You know, I was sitting there listening to Bob Bullsby, the Big 12's commissioner, talk about this. You know, I don't understand why. We aren't doing this more. Oh yeah, with that sport, with and not
0: even maybe not even for a hurricane or whatever it is. Well, anything exactly? Why what can't about
1: Iowa State and Nebraska play for the St. Baldrick's Foundation or for the ARL or like we
0: can... or for sexual awareness, sexual assault awareness, anything, something like yeah, that?
1: Absolutely, anything. And I mean, I just feel like this is such sexual a...
0: assault awareness it's on campus. It's a something.
1: sport that is, gets drugged. It's being drugged through the mud so badly right, right now, like and rightfully so. Yeah like we're missing out on a ton of opportunities for the sport and Drake back. and
0: and, and Prom you were standing there off to the side when Prom said Drake and in Minnesota inquired about doing it and Prom said no they couldn't because they had such a young team yeah yeah so i mean yeah do it for do it for something um you know and there's some like you said there's so much going on in in college basketball right now and there's so much negativism um with with a lot of things do it for for a cause, and and hurricane relief is wonderful. Do not get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. As long as they know that the, guaranteed that the money's going to hurricane relief, yeah, which is always a you know a, a situation. Yeah, you know, I concerned. got it.
1: Like, and Bullsby kind of alluded to, like a lot of times with those things, people get involved, and then you you want to make sure everybody's doing things yeah. for the right reason, and that could become a bit of a yeah. spectacle in its own right. I understand that, but man, I just. I sat there watching his press conference, and and he was fine with it. It's not his decision to make, but I'm just like, you know, I'm looking around with all these coaches because the basketball meet, like they're all just hanging around.
0: Exactly, yeah. It's and I'm co- like, it's cool. the guys'
1: profession is being absolutely annihilated in the public image right now. Yeah. Why wouldn't you all come together and say, hey, let's raise a ton of money for these charities? Yeah, because the fans would do it, and Huggins
0: is, Huggins would have done it for cancer because his big his big charity, um, there's there's he's got a foundation in 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 Morgantown a cancer foundation. So I mean that would done for that, mm-hmm. you know, certainly, but but yeah, I mean it's it's and like I said I would I mean obviously I'm I'm very um sympathetic to all the cancer stuff for obvious reasons. Yeah, yet, yet, everybody has Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: It's close to them. Yeah.
0: And I would also consider um, you know, other other stuff like, you know, like I said the sexual awareness on campus. Give it to campus programs that 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 stress, you know, sexual awareness or something. On sexual assault awareness.
1: A lot of opportunities out there. I just, I think I'd we like, need to do it. Let's do it. I'd like to see the sport. I think, I
0: think KXAN should sponsor one.
1: Let's do it. I'll do anything. Joel,
0: listen to this. <laughs> Probably
1: he listens. <laughs> the guy listens to more radio than I don't know how he has time for it. Uh, okay, Peterson and I are going to come back. Let's look ahead to this weekend in the Big Twelve because believe it or not, every game matters <laughs> Boy. for Iowa State right now, and that's that's not hyperbolic uh really interesting times with Iowa State football we'll look ahead to that Big 12 uh scoreboard um uh, not scoreboard but the schedule coming up this week and we'll do that next here on the Cyclone Insider program. Tommy Birch is out. Randy Peterson and I are back after this on 1460 KXNO.
0: It's Cyclone Insider from the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO.
1: All right guys, welcome back to Cyclone Insider. Here with the Des Moines Register on 1460 KXNO. Uh, good segment on basketball. Let's go back to football where Iowa State is six and two. They're four and one in the Big Twelve Conference, heading into Saturday's two thirty kick against West Virginia in Morgantown. Uh scary place to play, Randy. It's it's just a weird I was talking with um some guys at lunch today. I was trying to explain to them Morgantown. It's kind of like leaving the country. <laughs>
0: that's true, you know <laughs> I'll agree with that It's one. just uh, <laughs> that's a great point.
1: It's just a weird place to play and I, I it's hard to describe you you can describe it you've been there yeah, it, the environment's
0: not, it it the town is 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 weird, yeah, I'm looking at their attendance right now. their home attendance is fifty six so um they're right in there you know among the the top half of the big twelve. It's not real intimidating place to play Iowa States one there it it is it is strange though it is an odd place. I mean, as as a reporter, you fly into Pittsburgh, and then you drive an hour and a half on game day through the mountains to get there. And when you're with a team, you obviously the teams can fly in, fly into Morgantown. So they're not they're not doing all the travel stuff like that. But but uh, yeah, it it is different because um, I don't know. Maybe it's different to me because I always spend the night before a game in the in the town. Do you stay in Morgantown or Do you stay in no, Pittsburgh? No, stay in Pittsburgh. Yeah, okay. So No, that. no, no, but but maybe it's different cuz I don't I don't stay in Morgantown and so I don't get to know it. You just get like to ride know a car it. and drive down? I don't get to know it. Yeah. I don't get to know Morgantown, which maybe I should get to do someday. But It's fun um,
1: actually. I I've I've been there a couple times with women's yeah. basketball and
0: I You're just in and out too.
1: Yeah, but it's a neat little town. Right.
0: It's I mean, yeah, you have to be you can have one short leg and be good cuz it's all on a heel. Yeah. It's it's uh it is kind of cool in that respect, but but it it's 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 not an intimidating crowd. Maybe the atmosphere is, you know, because it's because it's, you're in Morgantown and you're the farthest place east in the Big 12. I mean, Big it 12. really,
1: like, without being stereotypical, it's a bunch of bearded, like, mountain men yelling at you. And you've got a beard. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also wearing a tie. You are also the, wearing a, a tie. It's a different type of crowd that you are used to seeing in the Big 12. I, it's a little bit, in a way, like Lubbock.
0: It's Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: That's what I would compare it to if I could...
0: Yeah, Mind. no, that's that's a good point. Um, yeah, that I I could go along. I could go. Along How do you with like the one. matchup for the
1: Cyclones? I I like it. I do. I do too. I I I think I, the wrong team's favorite on Saturday.
0: Well, yeah, I do too. What was it? Five points. It's three and a half. Three and a half. It's
1: down yeah. to two right now. As of me looking at it at the second. Yeah, the, the wrong
0: team is favored, and um,
1: as long as Iowa State,
0: and I get it, I get it because Greer's a darn good quarterback.
1: Yes, he he's got Will he got? Greer, former Florida, Jay- Florida Jayhawk, Florida Gator.
0: 19 touchdown passes, something like that. 28 touchdowns. I was looking at Big 12 play. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was looking 28 at 28 on play. the
1: season. He's got two, 20, just over 2,700 yards. Yeah. he's uh, And then this Sills kid, uh, the wide receiver. So he's thrown 28 touchdowns. This Sills kid has caught 15 of
0: them. Yeah, and look at the Big 12 play. He's going, Greer's thrown 17 touchdowns, and Sills Sills has 10 of them. So yeah, I mean it's it's, he's right behind, he's actually behind Mason Rudolph, and ahead of Baker Mayfield in the statistics if you're looking at statistics. So um, Iowa State secondary is going to have its work cut out for him. Nonetheless, Iowa State secondary has played pretty darn good this year. It,
1: also. it has, it has. I think the key thing for Iowa State, and it seems like Ray Lima is going to be okay. Well, for they need him. Yeah, they got to have him, right? Yeah. If they, they don't, him. I would put. West Virginia is a touchdown favorite. Yeah, I think he's that big of a difference maker.
0: Right, yeah, I agree. Just, just to cause disruption, Yep. because West Virginia is not going to run it. They're seventh in the country and in, in, seventh in the in the conference among conference teams in in, in rushing. So they're not going to rush it a whole bunch. Um, but in the but in the passing offense, they're they're number two to Oklahoma State. So they're going they're going to heave it up there, and um, they're going to need as much rush as they can get from the three linemen that they'll play. Um so and it's amazing to me we've talked about the defense earlier but yet Iowa State's able to get a, de- a good pass rush with th- still able to get a good pass rush with three defensive linemen when you and I have seen Iowa State teams that have had four defensive linemen and have got zero mm-hmm. pass rush so um, yeah you're exactly right Eli Rashid's been doing great with that defensive line
1: uh elsewhere in the Big 12 and pretty much all these games have an impact on Iowa State at this point if it's you know Best case scenario, you're looking to get into the Big 12 championship game. Yeah. Worst case scenario right now, it's bowl situation, like where Iowa State falls, as they are 6-2, and two, guaranteeing a postseason berth for the Cyclones. Uh, you, uh, boy, listen, look at this one. Baylor is at Kansas.
0: <laughs> that's, I don't think that's real relevant. <laughs> Baylor, How about that
1: game? Baylor is at Kansas. It's like. 11
0: o'clock. Gee, I wonder yeah. why.
1: A combined 0-10 in the conference.
0: I guess somebody has to win it.
1: I think. what? what Kansas is favorite, I think. No, they're not. Baylor's they're not Baylor's eight, favorite? Baylor's is okay. an eight-point favorite. Jeez. <laughs> I like the Bears to cover.
0: I hope they lose.
1: I like the Bears to cover in that one.
0: I Just because of the stuff that's gone on. Let's,
1: let's go to the big one here. The, uh, make sure, sure we have time to talk about Oklahoma. Yeah. At Oklahoma State. Uh, three o'clock kick. So we won't be able Who's to watch favorite? that at the same Oklahoma's time. Favorite? Oklahoma State is a three point favorite. I say Oklahoma
0: State. Yeah, we won't get to see it. Um,
1: I like Oklahoma State to win this. It's an elimination I, I pick, game. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, good point. Yes. I had Oklahoma State winning the conference before the season. I'm going to stick with it.
0: Yeah, why not? And then set up, assuming Iowa State wins, and then set up a week, a
1: week later. And I do think they would get college game day.
0: What about Miami and Notre Dame?
1: Uh, I, I think it's possible. Yeah. Um, but I think that my guess, this is just a guess. I have no inside information on this. How would I, it's in Bristol, Connecticut, but they won't, they like going to places they've never been. If they have like a legitimate right. reason to. And I think that may be, I mean, how many opportunities do they get to go to Iowa state?
0: Well, that will be the last one this year. If, if everything falls. And yeah, it'll be the last one until next year. So I, I, Interesting.
1: I, would, and, I think they got a good shot if both of those teams they,
0: One of the drawbacks, Who I, I talked to somebody from ESPN the last couple of days, and that person told me that one of the things that, that would certainly be discussed is having Oklahoma State two weeks in a row.
1: Oh, they're there this
0: week? They're in Bedlam this week. Oh. Yeah. So, But you can work around that. But, um, yeah, nonetheless. And we don't even know what network or, or time that game starts either.
1: No, they they got they're exercising the six, six day days, window. My uh, guess is it's going to be seven o'clock on ABC.
0: Even regardless of what happens this week,
1: well, I think Iowa State will win this week. What about Okie State? I if think both of them win, then it's I've 7 got o'clock. them both winning. This if
0: week. both of them win, then I'm guessing at seven o'clock on ABC. Yeah,
1: I've got them both winning. So I just don't know with this game specifically. Oklahoma State's pass offense is so good, and Oklahoma's we've seen their pass defense mm-hmm. is not so much. I just I don't think Oklahoma. Great as their offense is, I don't know if they'll be able to keep up in Stillwater.
0: At, and that, if that's the case, obviously we talked about it being an elimination game. Then, if Mason Rudolph hasn't moved ahead of of isn't ahead of 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 Baker Mayfield already on on people's heis, weekly Heisman updates that that some of us vote in, then he certainly would be after after this game. So, yeah, uh, I I don't disagree with you. I do not disagree with you. I like Oklahoma State in that game um as well and, and you know throwing the fact that I think you might have said it that it's at Oklahoma State. It yeah. is in Stillwater. You talk about some places tough to play. Bumps me out though at the same time. Yeah I know.
1: I love Bedlam's one of my favorite games of the year every year. It's, to watch. it's a wonderful
0: game. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I like it as well. Um so yeah, that's that's the um, the only other game in the Big Twelve that's really
1: Well no, we got one more and I, I think TCU You're gonna... hosting Texas is relevant in the sense that it impacts Iowa State's standings. It does. It, not
0: really. Really?
1: Well, I think down the road, like if let's just you know, Iowa State still has one loss in the Big Twelve. T C U has one loss in the Big Twelve, like it could come down to if there's like a three way tiebreaker, you know.
0: But they've got their head to head.
1: They do, but what let's say Iowa State would lose to Oklahoma State and they all finish with two losses. Oh, they all finish the with two losses? My point is TCU is yeah. still a team you gotta kinda
0: Right, no, exactly. On. Yeah. no, I agree. I agree with it. And it certainly could be.
1: Texas looked really good. Everybody, at too, yeah, they, they really don't count out Baylor. don't count
0: Texas out because they're playing for their bull lives right now too. They are.
1: They're at four and four. They're three and two in the league. And and this this should tell you really all that you need to know is that TCU is a six and a half point favorite at home. So you put those two teams on a neutral right. field, and Vegas really only thinks TCU is like three or two points better yeah. than Texas.
0: And I've, i have I want to I, you got me scratching my head now about the two about a two loss. Um you know it's a bunch of teams tying with two losses, yeah if you're talking about that you can throw West Virginia in there, too there's a lot not knowing exactly who they have left That's
1: why you got to look at all the uh, yeah all the scenarios I'm right still now. saying
0: you're going to get one loss teams in there but maybe not. Yeah. I don't know one for sure
1: Pete good stuff man. look forward to your uh yeah. coverage later on in the week from Morgantown yeah fly I mean, safely I will tell all my uh, mountaineer friends I love one I'll do that. All right, Uh, Tommy Burch, he's up at Ames right now. Uh, I'm sure he'll have some good stuff tonight Uh, college football playoff rankings, all that good stuff. Ross and I will have reaction tomorrow on Fanatics here on 1460 KXNL.